Hello, it's the Student Teacher Society show on 106.9 Tune FM. I am Rhiannon and I am here with Melinda. And today we also have someone new joining us, guys. Get really excited for... Hi, I'm Pagan. Yes. She's our society's treasurer and she's finally joining us. Woo! <laughs> so we're all here today to do our regular thing. We are your resident student teachers and we are here to just be your study buddy for the next hour. So get yeah. excited. Exactly. So we are so happy to be here. But Pagan. We are going to ask you a few questions because we had to introduce ourselves before uh, uh-huh. for our first show. So you've got to introduce yourself for your first show. <laughs> so Pagan, what are you what are you studying? Uh, and like, what are you interested in? So I am studying education K to mm-hmm. twelve, and I am I'm going to be specialising in Indigenous studies. Mm-hmm. And I'm still figuring out what else, possibly um, society and culture, so like religions and things HSA. like that. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mainly want to work with primary school students, though. So, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's like I just started doing it as a backup. Like I might change my mind later on down the track and want to do high school, and I've got that. I've got that there. So yeah. Um, I'm really interested in like um, religions and cultures and things like that and then also like a lot of like First Nations um, cultures and things like that so yeah yeah so that's why I'm studying that. That's so good like and you are bringing in like a a different perspective to us because I'm more of an English specialisation and Melinda is more of a STEM specialisation <laughs> uh, with her uh, undergrad in business and uh, agriculture, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so something a bit different. Yeah, exactly. Just adding a little bit to our little circle of uh, student teacherness. Uh, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> teacherness? Is, is that proper English there, mate? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> okay. So for the English major, yes. this yes. is how we do talking, teachiness. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Inventing words. <laughs> and yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> also like using different dialects and that sort of thing. You know, oh, yeah, I make your own up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, we are going to duck right into a couple of, um, uh, what's it called, articles I found this week. Oh, is this going to be informative? Yes. Am I going to learn something? I don't know if you can handle it or not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I finally got her, guys. guys she's getting mean. <laughs> finally, though. Yeah, no, right. Uh, so uh, the first one that I found, uh, and we found, uh, I found these from Science Daily as well. So if oh. you guys wanted to look up more stuff, you can go to their website and stuff. Uh, so the first one I found was... Gratitude interventions don't help with depression, anxiety symptoms. So, wait, what's a yeah. gratitude intervention? So, basically, it just means uh, doing stuff like writing down the things you were grateful for in the day, and um. yeah, the sorts of stuff where it's like, what's something I was happy about today? Wait, that's like I wanted to do in my bullet journal. Are you showing <laughs> me it's not going to make a difference in my life? <laughs> it's not going to make a difference to your depression or anxiety. It makes a small difference, but the studies, uh, the person who conducted the study 
of 27 different, um, what's it called? Um, participants? Yeah, uh, no, not 27 participants, 27 different like Factors. separate studies. There we go. So he collaborated 27 studies into one and he had a look at the effects of this sort of so gratitude interventions on people in regards to their anxiety and depression and it didn't make it made a small difference but not much of a difference mm. uh he said that there was that it was something you would not recommend as a treatment and went into recommending more stuff like cognitive behavioral therapy so changing the way you think rather than telling yourself how to think but then like isn't running down that trying to change how you think? Uh, not particularly, because it's not, like, from my perspective, it's not as active as, uh, and also cognitive behavioural therapy means sitting down with a psychologist, a therapist, Oop. and that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, or either that or asking particular questions. So it's two different ways of, at trying to help your depression and anxiety but from the studies that were conducted over uh, like 27 different studies it's found to not be as effective as we thought it was hmm. yeah so next time you have a class and you're like I'm going to bring up everyone's morale all the time with gratitude, <laughs> gratitude interventions probably uh, have a think about it and like uh, and think about how you can introduce it into the classroom but don't think it's going to change too much. But then couldn't you <laughs> just ask a question to get people thinking and get their, you know, get their mentality thinking and changing rather than just going, oh, look, this happened today, we're all happy. How about a... Exactly. Hey, that's exactly... So you're basically saying that's just a more positive way to try and, you know, boost morale is to get a question flowing, to get people thinking and going, oh, no. Yeah, instead of going, write down three things that made you happy today or <laughs> instead think oh, these things that made you happy, why do they make you happy? And just going into that. The root calls. Yeah, exactly. And uh, seeing, like, what you could change to make yourself happier from that. Yeah. Mm, like, that sort of thing. And the other article I found was called Collaborating with a Team of Rivals Can Resolve Conflict in Advanced Science. Whoa. Yeah. So collaborating with rivals, that really got me. because <laughs> Yeah, because you don't want to really, like, collaborate and discuss with people that I'm assuming rivals is there doing people you don't like or people you don't get along with or people that you're competitive with yeah Uh, so a group of um, uh, sociologists actually came together from separate studies and tried to collaborate on what particular on their research on stereotypes um, because they all presented conflicting perspectives the week before in a forum and they were like this this doesn't give hope to a lot of people because uh, it doesn't give an answer. So they decided that one person from each study would sit down in the group and over a week and see if they could come to a solution. They didn't. <laughs> uh, but it's because it was a big topic to tackle. But they found that as long as they got along in a particular way, they could actually be productive. So they began by reframing their interactions away from competitive rivalry into the pursuit of a joint goal. That was a direct quote, by the way. Um, 
Look at Rihanna and go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, direct quote is that they also agreed that everyone shared trustworthy intentions as well as scientific competence in relation to their goal. So... Which that's a good point because, yeah. of, you know, if you're kind of rivals, you don't want to share all your information even though for some things you probably need to. Yeah, exactly. So... I think that, that, like, seeing in this article that they made that environment and con- and consistently kept that environment that they were all in the pursuit of the same goal, that, were, that they all were competent and that they all had trustworthy intentions. So they all wanted to get along. They all wanted to uh, get this goal and they all had equal competence or like similar competence it made them get along better so maybe that's something we could bring into our classrooms like oh yeah yeah. like we could literally you know I was actually talking about this today with someone you have students that are independent and they like to work independently or they just like to do everything their way the natural leaders yeah as you would yeah but what do you do if you have two of them in a classroom exactly because then they're competing you know, it always comes a war zone in your classroom trying to, like, keep our behaviour and everyone on task when you have two people going, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they could have similar points, but they just mm. want theirs to be heard more. Yeah. And it almost becomes like they're arguing the same point. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, like, having these things is actually really good because it's bringing these two people together and actually bringing to their attention that they're opinions or their like the outcome that they want is actually the same exactly so in so, the classroom how do you reckon like what do you guys reckon would be a good way to go about this probably setting classroom expectations mm-hmm. so saying that we all want to be smart we all want to be like uh, collaborators we all want to be like getting along that, that sort of thing so always making sure that everyone is towards the same goal they're all trusting each other and that So trusting each other is more making sure the classroom isn't... uh, uh, Making sure that the relationships in the classroom are strong and compassionate, most likely. Um, I was going to say, but, like, with, like, junior years, so with your primary schools, Mm -hmm. this is from my memory, I just remember, you know, my teachers were always like, okay, this person's the leader today when we do this activity. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't then doing that and having the conflicting person, like people, children that want to be the leader naturally go towards that. Yeah. Wouldn't that then cause more to, like, what do you do in those situations? True. Yeah. I think, that, but that's where the scheduling of who's going to be the leader, mm-hmm. giving clear roles and having uh, everyone, uh, everyone knowing what they're doing and everyone knowing that, uh, everyone knowing the expectations um, but because that's what made this collaboration a success. They walked into it with the same expectations because they had the same rules going ahead. They they didn't have any like they didn't have any double standards of what was going on. They they also had someone in the room, um, according to this article, who was keeping them in check as well. Okay. Someone who was distanced but still in the same circles. So someone who was able to um, smooth anything out and remind everyone of the expectations. And that's kind of what a teacher does. Yeah. yeah. So I do have another... I just really like riling Rihanna up, guys. Yeah. Um, 
yeah. let's be real. <laughs> in most high schools, mm-hmm. kids just sometimes just don't get along. Yeah. They just, no matter what you do, they're yeah. not going to get along. Oh, I was the kid that was like, if I don't like someone, I'm not working with them. Yeah. I once got sent to the vice principal in like second oh. grade because I did not want to work in a team with someone. <laughs> I was that, I was that person. I screamed at the teacher going, I'm not being paired up with this person. No. Cool. Like, so what do we do if we have reactions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do we do if we have that stuff? Hurt that person? Then because, obviously, you know, this puts another spanner in the works. And yeah, because you have two people with similar personalities, but they generally have a dislike for each other. Yeah, and you can't always just tell, you know, children, young adults that they have to suck it up and work with each other. Yeah, because of you have, and that you know, with goals and expectations, because also a lot of the time, some of them just plainly don't care. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, because that that. Yeah, that is true. Oh, I've stumped her, guys. <laughs> but She's done all this research that, and I've that's, got her. That's the thing about this research, though. The people that walked into this knew what they were going to, getting mm. into. Obviously, as a teacher, we're supposed to have multiple pedagogies in place so then we know uh, we can adjust to the classroom that is placed in front of us with the complex and nuanced relationships that we have within the classroom as well. So we would have to obviously see what works for the students. Like, would it work if I sat both of them aside and went, look, I know you're both leaders, but like, look at this. You both are looking at doing the same thing. You both have that competitive rivalry, but like, you're saying the same thing. You're both doing this. You just don't want to work together. That's okay. Uh, But then that's where the teacher can go, okay, you guys don't want to work together. Fine. (laughs) And if it's like, most resistance that way then obviously like you can see before putting them into groups that it's not a good idea to put them into groups yeah (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but then at the same time just making sure that if you accidentally do put them into the same group what do you do after that when everybody else is like, oh, you put them a diff- oh, in a different room? I actually room? did that once on Pride. Yeah. Yeah, and all the kids are like, miss, don't do that, don't do that. Yeah. And I was like, what, what? And they're like, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. But then if everybody else went, but you changed their groups, why can't you change my group so I can be with yeah. my friend? Oh, they and didn't like, do that, thank- thankfully. Yeah. They were just kind of like, mm, <laughs> this is going to turn the classroom into, you know, what we're for. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> but yeah, like, it... Obviously, this research shows that collaboration is good when expectations are set, but obviously, like, your classroom may be a different story. Yeah. Yeah. It kind and of goes on to, what is it, know the students, know the content, how to teach it. Yeah, exactly. Because you have to know students to be able to know the content that they need to be able to teach it. Yeah. And that was a, that's one of the big things in our Aboriginal education unit. Like, mm. it is the fact that you have to build good relationships with the students to be able to work with them properly. Uh, so having this collaboration as like a framework to how you approach a classroom may not suit every single student in the classroom, but having, but I think having the pursuit of the same goal, shared trustworthy intentions, and it, like uh, those two, just especially the trustworthy intentions. If a student trusts you, they will be more willing to do what you tell them to do. Like, <laughs> But then at the same time, that's a gamble in itself. (laughs) But anyway, um, that took a little while. That's good. (laughs) We're at 20 past six. So it's time for a song. Yes, it's time for a song. So Melinda had fun with the music this week, guys. (laughs) It's 80s themed. Uh, (laughs) Yes. 
So what's coming up next? Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Sorry, I'm yep. a terrible singer. Yeah. <laughs> but, yep. Mamma Mia by ABBA. Yep. On 106.9 Tune FM. Mamma Mia by Abba. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM and the Student Teacher Society radio show. We are here and we have been talking about stuff and Melinda's laughing at me. Why are you laughing <laughs> at me? Because you have the weirdest face. 
Great. At least you didn't film it this time. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> I was a pagan last week. I took a video of Rihanna while she was introducing, and she just looked so bad. It was great. <laughs> I think I saved it. I'll show you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she zoomed up right on my face and posted it to our Instagram stories. Oh, that was lovely of yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. So, you and E Student Teacher Society, if you want to see my dumb face. Um, <laughs> Uh, you probably don't uh, but also to talk about student teacher society stuff as well so we'll yeah. put, we'll put out reminders yeah exactly uh so we're also here with pagan as well you heard it just Hi. then too and we just talked about a bit of research that was happening uh but now we're going to talk about something that we all need to know yeah online etiquette <laughs> yeah. uh, with our forums on Moodle. So talking to lecturers, that sort of thing. And to other people. Yeah, exactly. I'm actually too scared to post in my online forums because I just can't spell. It just It's just not a skill I have. Yeah. I can read perfectly. I can, you know, do everything. I just, spelling just doesn't come to me. Yeah. Punctuation grammar, perfectly fine with. I just... And I did it one day, I remember a few years ago, and someone pulled me up on it. And yep. I was like, oh, no, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> so you're going to be the teacher that uh, puts everything up as uh, PowerPoint slides, aren't yep. you? Yep. <laughs> I have the spell s- check, PowerPoint slides, all yep. done. <laughs> I have the same problem, but it's not that I don't know how to spell. It's just that I I don't spell things right. Like if when I'm even just when I'm texting people, it will not make sense. And I know how to spell every single word. I just won't spell them right. Are you one of the people <laughs> that you have to go through and decipher? Yes, a hundred percent. Fantastic. <laughs> See, I just rely on spell check. My phone has spell check. My computer does, but it just doesn't work for me on my internet. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm not gonna, you know, put everything into a word document and copy and paste it in. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Uh, And then there's me, who, even when drunk, is perfect grammar, perfect (laughs) spelling. Uh, She just has trouble speaking. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And if I'm tired, I won't spell properly then, but that's about the only time. (laughs) But, yeah, like, uh, we went off on a tangent there. Yeah, sorry, guys. (laughs) Sorry. Not really sorry, but uh, sorry. Yeah, (laughs) but being afraid to post on a forum. I'm the lurker. Uh, I just don't post anything, period. <laughs> At all? Yeah. I don't anymore unless I have to. Yeah. Thank you to my lecturers. <clears throat> Jody, love you. But thanks for making me post on an online forum as part of my grade. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, although I do remember posting a couple of times. There was one time where I posted for an assessment what uh, technology I was using to make a booklet. I can't remember for what unit. Uh, I think it was a science unit of some kind. So mm-hmm. EDSC 369 or something like that. And I posted about using Canva to make the books because it had like really simple like um, design elements and everything like that. So then mm-hmm. I could actually make oh, it yeah, look you pretty. You introduced me to Canva. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had three or four people underneath that one comment going, you saved my assignment, thank you so much. And I'm like, yay, <laughs> the one time I post, it was actually useful. <laughs> it, it, that brings me to like the first little bit. If you have a really simple question, make sure that nobody else has posted it first. Yeah. Oh, 
like yeah. the amount of people that ask the same questions because I read through, you know, especially with assignment forums, I read through them because of people do ask questions that I want to ask, but I'm yeah. just too scared to ask because I'm a nervous Nelly. Yeah. And it's really good, except, you know, if they ask the same question four or five times. Yeah. And that's another good part of online etiquette as well. Make sure somebody else hasn't already asked the question you've already asked. Okay. <laughs> makes the forums cleaner and also you don't have to put the effort into asking if you don't yeah. have to and then people like you know you and i and i'm assuming Paige has been a lurking too pagan pagan yep. sorry sorry i don't know why i said Paige. <laughs> everyone does it. i'm so used yeah. to it now see i didn't even say anything <laughs> oh sorry guys yeah sure pagan also does a bit of lurking and you know yeah yeah and it, it is very frustrating when people post the same thing like over and over again so I think it's really important to make sure you're checking what's being asked. Yeah, definitely. And also just general mannerisms with when you're like responding to people. Like I've seen, this also makes me nervous, but Nelly, I've seen someone, you know, they did post up, it was a simple question, very simple. They just didn't know it, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. And just the way people were responding, their tone in which I read it in, like I'd be quite upset if someone then, you know, just said some of these replies to me, which basically, without saying you're stupid, said you're stupid. Yeah. For not knowing. Like, really condescending. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just not nice because of, you know what, everyone's at different stages and, you know, depending on things going on in life, they just might also be having a bit of a brain fart and, yeah. you know, <laughs> be stuck on something for, like, the last four hours. But like, no, I'll just post it up because I want to know. I need to get this done. Yeah. Mm. And that's where also, like, just making sure your answers on forums or if you're answering somebody else is as informative as possible mm. like just being as kind and as compassionate as you can it, if you're telling someone an answer treat that person like you would one of your students with That's compassion good and with kindness I like that yeah mm. and it's also good practice or if you think that you're going to be a more authoritative teacher and you're just like Nah, I would yell at my students for this. But act like you're talking to a parent uh, of a student. Ooh, uh, that's really angry at you. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. You situation. But yeah, exactly. Uh, but having basic human decency should be a yeah. teaching standard. Uh, <laughs> it should be. Yeah. But, and, uh, but then at the same time, everybody's going to talk in different ways. And also at the same time, sometimes if it's worded in a particular way and it sounds condescending, just think... Maybe that person was trying to be as nice as they can. It just came out condescending because yeah. there's no emoji, mm. uh, no emojis <laughs> in the post, and you can't see that they're trying to be nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just always take it with a grain of salt. People can't convey their emotions over no. text. No, they can't, unfortunately. Yeah, but also, I think the next thing we need to get into is people that expect lectures to reply every second mm-hmm. of the day. Yeah, I would think that. If it's between nine and five, like uh, nine and five on a weekday. Within the hour. Within the hour, definitely. Yeah, because they uh, could be doing class or they could be in a meeting. Yeah, they could be in a meeting. They could be running, uh, like presenting a class. They could be marking assessments. They could be running a different class. They might have three or four different units that trimester mm-hmm. that they need to work on. You are not their highest priority. Uh, their highest priority is making sure your learning experience is 
like as po- as high a quality as possible and then as enriching as possible exactly so unless you want to call them and ask them the stupidest question in two seconds flat fine whatever but if it's over the internet please like allow a bit of time yeah like even with emailing yeah like, I've sent emails and you know taken over 24 hours to reply and yep. I'm like that's cool you know you're busy you've probably got heaps of other emails and things to go through exactly and if you're putting things if you're taking things in as they come in you know with importance my question for an assignment during two weeks isn't that important as quite a lot of things they're going to be getting exactly and teachers and with the timetables online mm-hmm. the students enrolled is only the on-campus students enrolled mm-hmm. they could have 500 or so uh, people in their class yeah. And they could all be asking the same question in that person's emails. So just yeah. make sure that when you send something, don't expect it back for at least a, at least a few hours, mm. around a day. I expect lecturers to email me back within about 24 hours, which is a decent timeline. But Except for if you do it, you know, like Friday afternoon. Exactly. Ooh. If it's on a weekend, I'm like, if you reply to me, you're an excellent teacher. Thank you so much. But like, if they don't, it's like, cool. You're just a human being, you know, having a weekend. Good yeah. on you. <laughs> Chat to your Monday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you have to say about this, Pagan? Yeah, I agree. And there's also like other um, areas that you can go to if you need an answer right now. Like, mm. you, like there's other people other than your lectures. And I think that's why they encourage you to post on the forums as well, because there's going to be students who maybe have already asked this question and they do have an answer. So yeah. Yeah. they might be able to copy and paste from an email that they got from the exactly. lecturer. Yeah. They could also already know it just because they were able to understand the content. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can always ask for further clarification if you don't understand the answer given to you as well from a different student or from the lecture themselves, but like always make sure that you're giving time. Mm -hmm. Um, If you haven't done, like, I'm going to sound like a lecturer here and I'm going to be talking to old me, like past me in the most horrible sense, but like, if it's about an assignment that's due that night, don't expect oh. an answer. No. <laughs> don't expect an answer. Like, if you're working on your time and not theirs, have fun. <laughs> don't, don't annoy your lecturer. Yeah, don't get annoyed when they don't give you an answer because you want it right then and there or that your assignment's due at 11.59 tonight and you've had it for the entire trimester. Like, don't do that. <laughs> that's just I rude. That. <laughs> I mean... I think I emailed a lecturer once at like five o'clock on a Friday when the assignment was due of being like, I don't understand this. I mean, they emailed me back within an hour, which was really nice of them. But at the same time, past me, you dumb, you dumb. (laughs) You terrible person. It it just insert. (laughs) Can I say I've actually done one better? I emailed the next day. (laughs) After the assignment? (laughs) I was just there. I was like, you know what? It's my fault. This is going to be handed in late. I'll take the penalty. Yeah. And the next day I've gone, so I didn't understand this whole section. And it's my fault. I was a dum-dum. And they're like, look, I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Let's get this done today. Exactly. And also lecturers, uh, for you guys out there, like, thank you for dealing with everything (laughs) that is thrown at you. (laughs) Yes. Actually. Especially from education students because we were – uh, I've found that education students have higher expectations for their lecturers. 
uh, than most other areas. Mm. Yeah, we kind of want them to do a bit more and be a bit more. Yeah, but I think that's because we ourselves are learning to be educators. Exactly. So, so we, you know, lead by example. We exactly. want them to lead by example. Yeah. Like, I know I have a lower expectation of, like, a maths lecturer or an English lecturer, but as soon as it gets to education, if they're not, like on the ball it gets so upset and angry with them yeah so frustrated yeah if they can't present a class sometimes i'm just like why or if you're just falling asleep <laughs> in class you're like mm, not the best yeah yeah it's more like you're supposed to be engaging like we're supposed to be engaging <laughs> this is not happening yeah but like that's how the lecturers teach if it like if we decide that they're not the lectures for us that's okay as long as we're not treating them badly yeah because of it so i've got a question for you yeah anyone here ever annoyed a lecturer i i don't think i have yeah i don't think i have either. yeah <laughs> I have. <laughs> melinda has a story guys <laughs> story time <laughs> it actually happened today in yeah. class. it's quite funny so there are two people in my class two and both us, the other chick, she's absolutely lovely, lovely, love to death. But we just have such big personalities in this two-hour class that the lecturer actually had to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> he needed time to go compose himself before he came back in. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, my God. And then, you know, we apologised for annoying him. And, um... Then we had a bit of a talk about how we've also annoyed lecturers online <laughs> just by handing them and handing them. Yeah. And just things like that. And then, you know, when we'll talk about some other things um, with our assignment and stuff, I said, oh, you know, like I like to include this and this in my lesson plans. And he's turned around to me and gone, why don't you post that up in my forum so that I stop getting emails about that? <laughs> <laughs> like, he was just not happy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's a good lecturer. He's a really good lecturer. And I appreciate the fact that he deals with just how loud we are and the fact that both me and the other student um, learn really well by talking. Yeah. And that he's kind of, you know, he goes, cool, I'm going to take my time, go out, deep breath, come back in because these girls are here to learn. Yeah, Mm. exactly. And it also shows, uh, especially at university level, like we're all adults. Mm. We all have, we all know that, Adults can get on each other's nerves <laughs> like nothing yep. else. So the fact that you and that student took it really well, that, yeah. the, stu- that the lecturer had to walk out, uh, and hats we, off to you guys. Yeah, and that we just yeah. apologise. We're like, oh, we annoyed him. Yeah. We kind of feel a bit bad. Yeah. And that the lecturer took it really well too. Yeah. Instead yeah. of blowing up at yeah. you guys. and Instead know, he was like, time. you're adults. I need to walk out for a bit. Yeah. yeah. And just, you know, personalities. Yeah. Mm. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Just big personalities. If you chuck three people in a room with massive personalities for two hours, you know, <laughs> and it's the fan. Yeah, exactly. And everyone with all their different perspectives and everything like that. Mm. Like, yeah. Especially because it's a, it's a hizzy subject yeah. that we're doing. It's a how to teach um, society and cultures. And, you know, just some of the content we cover, it's very opinionated. It's very, you know, it's not this way or that way. It's very grey. Yeah. So, of course, you know, with all of us talking at once, it just gets very clustered fair enough yeah and yeah like 
Yeah. <laughs> Moral of the story right. <laughs> with interacting, interacting with lecturers. They are adults too. Uh, <laughs> we are all adults here and sometimes it's good to take a step back and just remember that everyone's at different stages, everyone's yeah. doing different things and, and if you being treat- polite and nice and... Yeah. yeah, being polite and nice is the way to go. Yeah. 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 Then just don't take things to heart. Exactly. Know? Anyway, up next we have Better Days by Bruce Springsteen. The boss. Yes. <laughs> You're listening to the Student Teacher Society radio show on 106.9 Tune FM.
Welcome back to the Student Teacher Society Show on 106.9 Tune FM. I'm Rhiannon. I'm Melinda. And I'm Pagan. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go into hobbies because after the last two... Okay. Are you right there, Melinda? <laughs> Are you right? Well, actually, I'm half left. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just try to put my legs side, up. So fine. Okay. I'll just try to put my legs up and then I accidentally hit the table. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So we just had two serious topics like the research and uh, online etiquette uh, and lecture interaction, lecturer interaction etiquette. So we're just going to go into hobbies. We're just going to talk about our stuff for a bit. Mainly plants because yep. I love plants. Same. Yeah. So, and and I got I'm, into it. Yeah, I'm a very new plant person. You welcome Bunnings and Setters. Yeah. <laughs> where you can buy plants in Armadale. Exactly. Uh, so first things first, uh, I'm going to put it off to the two experts for this one. Uh, so where do you guys reckon someone should start if they want to start um, with plants? Indoor like plants. In, indoor plants. Yeah. I'd actually start with like an ivy. Yeah. yeah. It, de- it also depends on like if you can keep a plant alive. Because when I first started, I couldn't. At all? So I, at all. So <laughs> I had to start with, like, succulents. Where Ooh, like, I hate succulents. Really? I think they're that... Oh, majority of them. Some of them are super cute. But, like, a lot of them, they're just boring and ugly and... I mean, they can be boring because you don't really have to look after them, but I think that's why they're good for people who are starting off. Mm, I see them just more as like I, there's like a chuck in my outside garden and yeah. then just forget about <laughs> well actually I forget about them and I've killed a few before yeah I've killed a few I overwater them because I like to give them love and attention yes uh, so do I I love plants that are like high maintenance because I like being able to water them every few days and one of my friends who's also really into plants, she loves plants where you don't really have to do much to them. Mm-hmm. And so she's the one that got me into plants. And so all of the plants that I got in the beginning were from like her recommendations and I killed them all <laughs> because I just loved them too much. Aww. Are these are all succulents? No, they were oh. just like, um, I, I can't even remember what they were now. And I probably have some now. I've just learned how to look after them now. Like the proper way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, How many plants do you have? I don't, last time I counted, I think I had like 20, like 26 or 27, but I have gotten a few more. I have, as of Saturday afternoon, 62. Oh my God. In my one bedroom. That is my, that is my goals. It's it's becoming a little bit like a jungle. (laughs) Um, I have, I do have a few succulents. I have a lot of like, um... Succulents from Sahara, sub-Sahara area. Mm-hmm. I like those because I just water them once a year, oh, and wow. then I leave them alone. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty cool. They do their own thing, little lithops and stuff. But like my pride and joy would be my Swiss cheese plant, <gasps> same, which is wrapping around my like shower stalls. Oh really? So, I just seen your photo. It was so cute. Yeah. And my devil's ivy. Yeah. My purpose because he's, I call it Shimmer. He's just taken off and he's so cute, and he's just. Oh, like a little jungle. Yes, I would have to say they're probably my favourites too of what I own. My Swiss cheese plant just opened up a new little leaf. <gasps> I know, it's so exciting. Um, and I just, I actually separated my um, pothos the other day. So now I've got one like hanging over the bath and one like wrapped around my shower curtain. So we can't so have a shower with our shower curtain open anymore or closed, closed? anymore. That's okay. For the plants. <laughs> That's not going to happen, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I love mine yep. so much. I am. So. Um, I ordered a new one yesterday. A Marimino Moss Ball. And it's about eight centimeters long. And now I have a lot of moss balls. <laughs> <laughs> I want like a few on my desk. I mean, I made a little room that's like my like little library. So I have some in there. That's also my quarantine area for any sick plants. <laughs> and in my kitchen. So there's every, I love them. They're so cute. But um, I also got a new one on like the new one on Saturday. And one of the maintenance guys where I live, he just, when he saw me today, he's like, see, so you got a new plant? It's like, yep. And he was just kind of like, you have a lot of plants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he likes them as much as I do. Yeah. And now, Shame. so Rihanna yes. came to my place once. Yep. And she saw my plants and so she, she saw the light. But there's been like, <laughs> I've bought quite a few more since you've last been there. Yeah. There's now like three more in my entrance. Yeah. One more in my bathroom, two more in my bedroom. Yeah. Whereas I only started out like a month ago. I have seven. <laughs> That's pretty good. So I started off with a little peperomia rubber plant oh. uh, as well as a Calathea Freddy. I think the Calathea uh, is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, she is beautiful. Uh, now, I got both of those because I had been watching a YouTuber uh, called Thoughts on Tomes. Uh, she branched off a bit into plant content and she had a peperomia and a calathea <laughs> and a few other things as well. And I was like, I want those ones. So I got those ones. <laughs> and now I have two plant shelves that have like a whole heap of other things on them. But I also now have herbs as well. So oh, yeah, I've we got, got those on Saturday. Yeah. And oh, the setup is so nice. It I is put, really nice. I put my old notebooks and everything on it and like spread out a few other things on the shelves. But soon it's just going to be covered in plants. <laughs> I just know it. Okay. And it happens fast. It does. It just, yeah. They just take over. Like I, one minute you've got, what, two plants two, and, and then, then a month later you have like 20. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's because of like, I don't know about you guys, but every time I get a new plant, I just get a little bit of happiness. Yeah. Mm. It's just kind of like a new little life I can take care yeah. of. Yeah. Each time a new leaf opens, I'm like, oh, I've got to get another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Calathea's had a couple of leaves come out since I got it. And I'm like, so happy. Although at the same time, I have got, what, gnats? Yeah. In the yeah. soil of my plants. We're going to take care Turns of those. Turns out she actual me. my actual oh. bag of soil had, had the bugs all through oh, them. No. So... That's so sometimes the risk. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, Melinda helped me with the pesticides and everything like that. Yeah. So then and I And we're going right to do the soil changing and put some anti-net stuff on top of the soil. Yeah. And hopefully fix the problem. Oh, yeah. Good. My, I have a cardboard plant and I just the other day found, um, I can't remember what they're called, but they look like little cotton bugs. Oh, mealybugs. Yeah. Oh, I hate them. Yeah. And I'd never seen them before. And do you know I was what to like, do with them? Yeah, I've got to go get some al- alcohol. Isopol. The alcohol. Isopropyl. Yeah. Yeah. The alcohol yeah. stuff that you just spray on them. Yeah. I just drench because all my ones in my, my little makeshift library, they have mealybugs because they just attack and it's awful and it's so, so sad. Mm. Mm. But they just, every day I just go in, spray them with directly with it. And some of them have recovered. Oh, good. So my little bobos. Yeah. My little angels. Like, uh, the plants are covering my... Uh, uh, I'm just like, little things to take care of, and it's not as much commitment as a dog or a cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's literally how I've been looking at it, yeah. because I have a big enough yard for a dog. 
mm-hmm. or a but cat. just commitment but commitment yeah mm. Yeah. Also, I'm so excited for, like, when I have my own classroom mm. next year. Yes. If I'm lucky enough to get my own classroom. I'm going to put plants in, and, you know, with yes. my ag side. If I'm not base teaching ag, I'm going to be like, cool, we can all still look after my indoor plants. Yeah. That's, That's why like, I got them to begin with, because I missed being out in the country, so we had to buy plants outside. Yeah. That's fair enough. Uh, I just feel that. That's the good thing about Armadale, though. Mm. Like. At least, uh, and now that it's green, like green and not <laughs> grey, uh, <laughs> we can actually uh, look outside, see green, and be like, yeah. "Yes, happy." Yeah. So not generally like when I'm at home, yeah, like at home, home. There's no one around for ages, and it's just, you know, it's just full of life and plants and crops, and I just miss that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what started this issue two years ago <laughs> with my indoor plants, which is now. <laughs> I don't have the room to get more, but I'm buying more and making room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is your dream plant? I actually found it. Yeah. Which really? was light bulbs. I was looking for those for all but 24 months, so yeah. about two years. And I found them at a market. There were three of them, and I brought all three. Yeah. Just because of, you know, up here in this region, they just don't sell them. Yeah, mm. fair enough. They're also called a living stone. They look like a little bum. <laughs> 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 they are so cute. <laughs> oh, we'll have to we'll have to post a picture of our plants up yeah. on our Instagram page. Just oh, be like, look at our plants. <laughs> yeah, I'm like sitting here, like, okay, yeah. what can I go buy tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, I also really want a snake plant. Ooh, snake plant. Like, I've yeah. got a leaf growing in water, but I want like a proper snake mm. plant. Yeah, I want to get one of those for my living room. Oh yeah, like, that'd be sick. Yeah, like I want to get a. My next project will be a big pot plant for my living room mm. because everything in my lounge room at the moment is either brown or grey. I think you should you get. I think green. actually, like a spider plant would be pretty good for your yeah. lounge room. Oh yeah, and that's so exciting. Yeah. I need something with low plants. light as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider plants don't need light. Sweet. That's exactly what I need because <laughs> my partner will close the windows and then forget to open them again. <laughs> I do that. I always – I've just moved my cardboard plant into the lounge room actually because <coughs> I need to quarantine it because I don't want my other plants, plants to get, get sick. sick. Yeah. And I just – like there'll be days where I don't even go into my lounge room because I'm just such a – I just love my bedroom and yeah. my bed. So yeah. I forget to open the curtains and then I looked at my plant the other day and I'm like, oh, that looks a bit sad. And then I'm like, oh. I was away for a weekend. I forgot to leave my windows open and my calathea shriveled up (laughs) for a little bit. Like, like, not horribly. It wasn't turning yellow or anything, but all of the leaves were up and starting Mm -hmm. to curl in. I opened the window for two days. Uh, uh, I left the window completely open, (laughs) including, like, having just the screen so then it could get some fresh air as well. And it went back to normal. Oh, I was so happy because <laughs> <laughs> apparently calatheas are very touchy as well. They, they are. They're they, a little bit needy. Yeah. I'm trying oh. to picture what I can't. Like, is it spelt really funny, this plant? Like, is it spelled yeah. with a T? I think I have uh, one. So C-A-L-A-T-H-E-A. Yeah. I think yeah. I have one. And I found the same thing. They're really temperamental and... It, I, I wasn't killing it, but it didn't look very healthy for a really long yeah. time. Uh, I'm showing yeah. Pagan a picture yeah. of my calathea yeah, now. One. Yeah, I had to actually buy. You know how you can get those like they're like those 
I don't know what oh, they're the called. humidifiers? Yeah. No, 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 like the self-watering things. Are like, oh, self-watering pot? Yeah. Not a pot, but it's like like you just oh, stab it into in the soil. soil. Yeah. I had to buy one of them, and it wasn't until that that, that it's actually growing leaves and it looks so healthy now. <laughs> so I just can't touch it. <laughs> I'm just afraid of when it's not as humid here mm. in Armadale. Because Calatheas love their humidity. Yeah. yeah. So Maybe they the love them so much. Yeah. Because you'll be having hotter showers too. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I actually brought a humidifier for my plants. Yeah. <laughs> and I also sleep my windows open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that they get them, because of my bedroom where most of my plants are, mm. gets morning light. So I sleep with all my windows open so they get light. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I get the afternoon sun, so I have to move my plants sometimes. It's just so so hot. Yeah, and burns them. Yeah, and they don't want little sunburn, cute little things. Yeah, like the windows in my house are mostly north and south facing, so I make sure that my uh, plants are on the sides of the room that get the east and west sun. Mm-hmm. Um, but my bathroom does not have a window, like oh. a good window. It like literally next to it is. The next door neighbors, so uh, no sun gets into the yeah. room, which is why I haven't put my calathea in there. Uh-huh. I'm thinking about getting like two or three more calatheas on a humidifier, mm. <laughs> yeah, and just making a little rainforest on one of my desks, <laughs> <laughs> and just having it that way because I do. It, the calathea is just so pretty, <laughs> and I'm so surprised I've kept it alive. I'm just like. <laughs> It must be in my blood because my grandparents oh. used to own an orchard oh, wow. and it's still going. My uh, my um, uncle has actually kept it alive since they passed away and, like, it's turning into a generational yeah. thing. Oh, cool. I was just going to say yeah. you might have kept it alive because you're so uh, meticulous. Yeah, that is true. But, I mean, <laughs> it's my study that has all of my plants in it, so I go it's in there. It's a controlled environment? Yeah. <laughs> I go in there almost every day anyway. Yeah. So I always just look at the plants, feel the soil, see if they need water. If they do, pour some water in. If they don't, leave them alone. Whereas I just like to ignore mine occasionally and then go, oh, I haven't watered you in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do, yeah. yeah. I do the same now. I was like you, Rhiannon, where I was like checking them, every, like probably like twice a day. Oh, maybe like... Maybe it's dried up somehow yeah. in like two hours. Yeah. But now I've calmed down a bit and sometimes I'll be like, oh, I need to water my plant. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I have that many photos of my plants because I love them so much. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I think that's just honeymoon stage of owning plants. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you always love them, but. Yeah. But yeah. after a while, it's like. I can leave you be for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Kind of like a relationship. <laughs> yeah, like you don't need to be with it every single day. It's going to live. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, it is nearly 7 o'clock. We've oh, spent nearly 20 minutes talking about plants. You know what? That's not a bad thing. <laughs> I love that. And we were worried we weren't going to get to 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> nope. Um, uh, already. Before we close, yeah, I think there's a yeah. few things we need to go over. Yeah, there's a couple of things we yeah. do. Um, first thing I'd just like to say is for all our online uh, on-campus students, um our Tuesday nights playing yeah. pool have been suspended at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and our barefoot bowls that's on the 9th of April has been suspended as well. Uh, just because of the current situation. We all know what it is. Uh, <laughs> it's just unfortunate because of the vice chancellor was going to come. I yeah. was so excited. Yeah, like she was going to come and say hi to everyone and everything like that, but... Yeah. It's just how it is at the moment, and that's fine. Exactly. But Education Careers Connect, 
Um, if you're listening to this, you're hearing about this before anybody else as well. Uh, we are putting it completely online. Uh, because we were going to use video link for Sydney, Tari, Tamworth and Armadale uh, for a lot of our presentations, we're just thinking about putting it up on a Moodle site uh, for everyone. Yeah. Uh, we will uh, premiere it live, everything like that. We can't guarantee any recordings, so if you want to definitely have everything, uh, definitely watch everything, you will have to still sign up for the event. Uh, but we are hoping that we can use Zoom and everything like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also for everyone, you know, listening and that, I'm still made up some re- making up some really cool show bags, and I'm still going to send them out to people. Yeah. So we're just going to work out a way. For people to give us their mailing addresses, no matter where they are, so that I can get those out to you. And it's going to have just a lot of information and some cool goodies in it. Yeah. Like, we don't know how studying will go for education students this try or anything like that, but we still want to make sure that you are all informed about your degrees because coronavirus might be happening at the moment but it might not be happening in like six months to a year's time and we'll still have to go back to our studies we'll still have to go on prac we'll still have to do our accreditation we still have to just keep moving really exactly because this country is this country needs teachers plain and simple a lot of teachers yeah exactly and if we're pushing to go online as well we're going to need even more teachers and we're going to need them to know things like Zoom and video conferencing and IT and everything like that. Mm. And our generation grew up with this. So we're going to be like equipped with like prior knowledge and everything like mm. that. Um, and we'll be coming into uh, we'll be coming into teaching with all of this knowledge and knowing it before going into teaching rather than having to catch up like and everybody. And having to stumble our way through. Exactly, like everybody else that's currently in it at the moment. <laughs> but, like, good luck to all the teachers out there. Like, yeah, good yeah. luck to the ones learning how to use Zoom and virtual classrooms for the first time. Yeah. Especially I've seen it a lot in Italy and America. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even in cities at the moment, a yeah. lot of Sydney schools are starting to go completely online mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah. Um, O'Connor here in Armadale, they're going online at the moment. They're trialling it. Yeah, they're trialling it. They're not going online, they're trialling yeah. it. Yeah. Just so if anything does happen that they're covered. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And obviously having, like, Zoom sessions with Education Careers Connect and that sort of thing. We'll be having an IT and education chat as one of our... Yeah, it's one of our sessions. Yeah, it's one of the last sessions of the day, IT and education. Which really good. Yeah. And it's being held by a couple of our lecturers here in Armadale as well. So, mm-hmm. like, they'll be able to answer your questions about IT and education and that sort of thing. And, yeah. And we'll have other people... We're just reconfirming with presenters at the moment and everything like that. But, yeah, we're just doing everything we can to make sure that this event still goes ahead for you guys. Because it will be amazing. Exactly. Um, (laughs) And also one final note. Name badges. For all y'all who want a name badge, don't forget to get in touch with us so that for Try2, we can organise buying for Prax our name badges. Yes. So, uh, Pagan, you might not know this, but UNISA, when they were still here, they uh, gave out uh, name badges to students. Uh, they had, like, little magnetised um, name badges, and we want to bring that back. So, Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. 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 But we've seen, like, a good 20 to 30 people to also 
do it so we can do an order for them and yeah yeah it'd be a sick little little thing to have on prax exactly so get in touch with us on facebook or instagram at una student teacher society you can also email us at student teacher society at outlook.com so yeah uh is there anything else you guys want to say? No, I think that's a wrap. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. everything. Yeah, no Sweet. worries. So we will see you guys, oh, well, you guys will hear from us <laughs> next week, 6 till 7 on a Tuesday, as always, on 106.9 Tune FM. This has been the Student Teacher Society Show. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, yeah. You'll hear from us Bye. next week. <laughs> Bye.